0: You're gonna find that many
1: of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. You're listening to Swotor Reforged. Wotor Reforged is brought to you by TweetAudio.com, affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device, engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability, starting at $19.95. Choose from four styles and six different colors. Use the code OFFTHERECORD for 30% off, free shipping, and a lifetime warranty, all at TweetAudio.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to SWOTOR Reforged. This is episode two. Today's record date is Monday, July 9th. I am your host, Ivarwin. And because milk mustaches mean so much to everyone in Star Wars, here is Louis Olan.
2: Hello, Evarwin. Hello, everyone in the chat room. Glad we are all here tonight.
1: And because he is the number one seller of Death Sticks on Coruscant, we have Fred Woodley. No, you're confused, Devarwin. I boycott the Death Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will to buy some Death Sticks.
3: <laughs> then I just force push him off the platform.
1: Force push! <laughs> dark, dark side plus 100. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we have been playing tour. Like like a bunch of crack addicts dingling around with their with their uh, demise <laughs> this whole week. I haven't I haven't spoken to either one of you all week because I've just I've had my face in this game. Like like awfully so. Like I, I should not have been playing as much as I have been. I, I will tell you that.
2: Oh I was right there. <laughs> with you. It's sad and uh, I
3: think you just took me off ignore on Skype right before we started recording
1: uh no you're still on ignore you're still there in fact you got to remind me later on i got to take you off ignore on candorous ordo this way we can group up for a few minutes and then i'm going to promptly put you right back on it oh that ain't gonna happen i ain't coming to that lame server (laughs) (laughs) we gotta we have to change i was telling lou the other day we we don't play with each other we have tried and we have failed i would like to try again That's because you abandoned the characters we were playing together. I did not abandon them. The (laughs) servers got merged. (laughs) We had to move.
3: Moving was imminent. Aren't the characters that were on the same server as me
1: still sitting on the old server? Yeah, the ones I don't care about that I abandoned you. (laughs) That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. So, in order for us to actually play, you're telling me I have to go. I have to go back the old server where my my empire tunes are and then you'll you'll group up with me there. Yes. And okay. no, not
3: actually. You need to move those ones onto the server we merged
1: onto. I would I would love nothing more than to do that. But I can't because that's not a Candor Ordo is not the destination server for that.
2: Yeah, those characters we have to move to... Yeah,
1: no fool, you're you're missing the point.
3: You need to move your characters on to Jedi Covenant, where my characters we were playing together moved to. (laughs) (laughs) Keller's Void uh, is not a
1: destination server either. We moved to uh, Jedi Covenant. This sounds like a plan that we're forming. We are now forming a plan. Much to the Which, horror of our listeners, I'm very sad that I got
3: put on a server that has Jedi in the name of it. Oh, shut up! That, that is, that's
1: too evarwany for me.
2: Yvarwiny. <laughs> 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 right,
1: can we get that? Can we get that? Uh, you know, going on Twitter now? Can we do that? Ivar, well, Mistress is in the is in the chat room. Hi, Liz. That's a, that's the new
3: hashtag Ivarwany.
1: Yeah, let's let's get that in, let's get that going on Twitter. Go ahead, Liz. You're you're a Twitter fiend. You're always tweeting. Liz is always tweeting something about you know, X Men and and uh, Dawn Guard and
2: get those kids off my lawn.
3: So something about
1: our de- kids. <laughs> Dear listeners, as you're hearing this,
3: please tweet at Evarwin and use the hashtag evarwini. Just say anything.
1: <laughs> how do we? How, this is like this is a little, this is a little too much for me because apparently the Diablo Off the Record crew already had. A an Evarwyn a hardcore challenge, which I was. I, <laughs> the room is now taking this and running with it. And we're
3: gonna spell Evarwyni. E V A R Y N I. I. Well, yes.
1: There's a Y. E V A R W Y N Y I. Is that what you just said? E-
3: yeah, because it would look even lamer if we had two Y's that close together. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. It just looked like a typo. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, whatever. (laughs) So, maybe (laughs)
3: maybe we'll change
1: the first Y to an I. So, we'll call you Everwinny. Hey, I have a good idea. Let's change this subject and let's talk about Star Wars. (laughs) Well, we were. See, we were degrading a Jedi. Right. No, you were you were degrading your your server is what you were doing. So what? All right. So Fred, what are we going to do? All right, what, you you are now in charge of organizing all of us. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> well, you're going to go back to Keller's Void.
1: Well, okay. actually, you're going to go on that website, the
3: transfer site, and you're going to move your characters from Keller's Void to the only destination server you're offered, Jedi Covenant. And once you get there, you're going to join a server where you have about three instances of fleet running at all times with 250 people in all three of them. Sometimes a fourth instance opens. Wow. All right. Yeah, they merged all the juggernaut servers into
1: that one. What is thy bidding, my master? All right, so Lou, what, what are you doing about this? I mean, is this is this an answer for Lou?
2: It could be an answer. I mean, I do an have answer. my consular. Well, I did want to take the sniper off, though, from there and move her to Candor Shorter, though.
1: You're going to get
3: Force-choked, Lou.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm moving my Jedi Consular and my smuggle off Keller's Void, okay? Jedi Covenant. <laughs> I,
3: I will strike you down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you strike me down, I'll only become
1: stronger. You're only a master of evil, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> <Get down>. <laughs> <laughs> Just, only a master a of evil, more Diablo,
2: powerful friend. than you can possibly imagine.
3: No.
1: <laughs> no. I'm just going to say all ghostly things And ghostly effects And pop up randomly throughout this trilogy And have something important to say And no one's going to listen to me <laughs> Obi-Wan? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go, Luke Don't do it Damn it, you didn't listen again There's another. Oh
2: well Don't worry, there's
3: another <laughs> Is there a ghost cantina? Your, your uncle
1: didn't want you to have <laughs> so this lightsaber But here you go
3: Show <laughs> <laughs> oh, my arm all
1: right so we're we're gonna we're gonna hash this this whole thing out um but we what we maybe maybe what we'll do is because um you know the chat room was asking us about about guilds and whatnot maybe maybe we'll just have a presence on two servers you know candor Order for republic and uh jedi covenant for for uh for empire and we'll have a Swotor Reforged Guild on, on both and just name it Swotor Reforged. How about uh, that? No. No. <laughs> All right. I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> because
3: r- running two guilds would be twice as complicated. Well, we'll need to hash
1: that out more off air and then determine what we're going to do before yeah.
3: we go forward with
1: anything. Agreed, but the wheels are in motion, listeners. So, if you are wondering what we're doing with that, all three of you that listen to this show <laughs> now, <Yes>. too, <laughs> after this ridiculousness,
3: if, uh, if anybody found this feed,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's the other thing too. Like, like iTunes, I, it, I want to punch iTunes in the face right now. Just, just, just grab them through the internet and just slap them across the nose like a bad dog, bad dog, bad iTunes, bad. Um, I'm, I'm pissed at iTunes because we had this show up and rolling last week and the feed had been submitted a few days before we even recorded. But, you know, sometimes it takes iTunes a while to get the feed posted onto its marketplace. All right. No big deal. I get a, I get a, um, a letter back from them, an email back from them saying like, you know, there was an issue. It's this whole bite range thing. Figure it out, homie. Okay, so all last week on our, you know, QGN week off, this is what Joe and I and and Mike Forney were attempting to do. And we I came up with a small answer that was quite costly. Um but it was, you know, going to be a an answer to to get the show up and running and we were going to find a different way. And we and thanks to Mike Forney and his wonderful efforts, like we have found that way. So we I reinstituted this this whole thing, and it's been like a whole week now since since the feed had been submitted, and it's still I haven't gotten an acceptance or a, a decline email from iTunes saying like your feed's good or your feed sucks do it again dude, and so like I don't know what's going on so like I was actually on the phone with iTunes for an hour today trying to figure this whole thing out. And, and they, we, we left the conversation off with me saying, I'm lodging a, a, a complaint. Your bite range request thing is is nonsense, and I don't like it. And here's my phone number. Call me with someone who knows about this so I can yell at that a person who it's, where it's going to be appropriate. And also this whole thing where I have to wait a long time and your only answer for me is it could take up to two weeks. I don't like that either. And that's that was their official answer. You, you submitted this last week you got another another week to go possibly.
3: Thanks a lot and, iTunes. And that's how it ended off right before iTunes banned our entire network. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's why right. you're listening to us on
1: I don't know, YouTube uh, or something now. <laughs> <laughs> so so if if you've been looking for us for on, on iTunes, we're we're not there yet. We are on our way. So uh, you found us on on the the, uh, the Star Wars off the record feed. We will be there until we get our our iTunes feed approved on iTunes, and we will tweet it, and you will know. So
3: <laughs> check the Zune
1: Marketplace. <laughs> Why? What's going on in Zune Marketplace? I'm just saying we might be there before we're on iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> notoriously <laughs> takes a year to get on Zune. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before the one-star reviews start rolling in, because we're now like ten minutes into the show and haven't really said much about Tor. Well, um, hey, they can give us one stars because we don't have a feed. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a feed. <laughs> it's
3: Please. just not the one we're going to be continually all means, using. Waste your effort. Wow. Wow,
1: Fred. No, um, wait, wait, wait. Old hate mail. I, now le- you can I direct... leave that
3: to you, Ivar, when
1: You're the one that asked for the one stars. <laughs> I do not ask for them. Well, I haven't spoken to you in like a week, and you do nothing but, but harass me. You're a great guy. <laughs> um, all right, so Fred, why don't you tell us what you've been doing in-game all week, since since you have uh, not been keeping in contact with us. Make it sound like I just went silent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my Inquisitor to level 50, finally. It seemed like it took forever once i get into once i got to level 38 but i explained last week that i hit that hump where i actually needed to do a bonus quest to get me into the 40s so where i could actually handle belsavus well i did every quest that was available to me except for the heroics on most planets and it ended up where i was level 49 and about a bubble and a half away from 50 and i had no more
1: quests left How'd you get yourself over the hump? PvP. Yeah.
3: I I had to do about 15 war zones before I finally danged. But once I danged, it was amazing to be level 50. Because my ultimate goal with the guy, even though I give you all kinds of crap for playing on the Republic side, I wanted to get my Ratataki Inquisitor to level 50 so I can make a Ratataki Jedi Consular. And... That ended up working out pretty well for me. Nice. I got I got the consular made, I got him to level eleven so far, and then I took a break from him because my girlfriend has a Sith Assassin. Your girlfriend out- Paige? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Were you implying I have others?
1: No, I just I just want you to I just want you to tell the listeners what your girlfriend's name is. Don't be sending out the wrong message to her,
3: <laughs> Well, my girlfriend, who had wanted to keep her name private... Your girlfriend, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my girlfriend, who never wanted her name mentioned on a podcast, has a level 28 Sith Assassin. Uh-huh. And I wanted to make an Imperial Agent to level up with her assassin because she levels a little bit slower than me because she plays other games too but she wants somebody just to stick with her character so I wanted to make an Imperial Agent but the two races I had unlocked with Legacy being Sith Pure Blood and Ratataki didn't really seem like something I wanted to be an agent on so I started looking at the races and I decided I wanted to be um, Murray Allen for the Imperial Agent but I was not about to make her a public character and go through the grind to fifty just to play it on the Imperial side. Right. And that would have taken way too long. Yeah. So I just did my dailies for a few days and got the the million and five hundred thousand credits together and unlocked the Miri Allen race. Wow. How'd you
1: how'd you grind all that credit?
3: Well, interestingly enough, when I got my Inquisitor to level fifty, I had well over 400,000 credits that I got just leveling up. Okay. And that was after sending the money to my main a couple times. So probably from 38 to 50, I made over 400,000, close to 500,000. And then every character that you get to level 50, you can go to the PVP terminal on your fleet and pick up a quest and turn it in right away to get a token you can sell for 320,000 credits. Okay. Okay. So that was six hundred thousand right there, and then I just did my dailies on both characters for a few days at about four hundred thousand a day, doing two and all the dailies which so, dailies
1: the black hole on Corellia and the all the bell dailies okay so the, all right so this is this is like really key information because I know a lot of a lot of listeners out there, the one that we 've got left now is uh <laughs> they're really <laughs> wondering like how do you how do you get credits because of the because of the large you know price tags that we were talking about last week and well, it, it's like
3: this the only reason i did all those dailies is because i had a goal that i wanted the million and a half credits just to unlock that race but as far as what i'm going to do every single day just to have money in my pocket i have both of my level 50s parked at the black hole on Corellia. And that's what I actually recommend doing. The quest starts on the fleet at level 50. You talk to an NPC and they send you to Corellia. And then as soon as you come out of the Space Center, there's a shuttle there that takes you to the Black Hole area. Once you're out there, there's one quest NPC. This is for Imperial side. I don't know the Republic side yet. But there is one quest NPC you talk to that'll give you a heroic quest to kill somebody. It's a 4 plus heroic. And then... There's a terminal that will give you a bunch of other quests, and plus a weekly quest. The heroic quest is kind of a pain, so I'm, I'm only going to do that once a week just to get credit for the weekly, because you have to do everything offered once to get the weekly credit. And the weekly itself gives you like 16,000 credits and some, some kind of commendation. I can't remember which one it is right now. Hmm. But... All the dailies give you 7K or better credits,
1: and they're short, and they're, they're in the same area in the black hole. Okay, so that's, that's black hole. Now, like you said, you had, you had a goal in mind, and that was, I want to unlock this race, and I need a million and a half. So you did all the Bell Savis quests, and what was the and other one? The and the black hole. hole.
3: But I would not recommend doing that every day, or it will burn you out unless you're really pushing to get money, if you're just trying to acquire a large pool over time, right? I, I would just do the Black Hole quests, do the... If you could find a group easily, do the Heroic every day if you want to, mm-hmm. but I would at least do it once a week to get credit for the weekly quest. And then all the other quests around there are easily soloable. They take probably about 30 minutes, and they'll net you over 50k a day. Wow. Just Not doing bad. those.
1: Now, how long did it take you to get all those credits? How many days? And then each day, about how long did you spend doing all those those all of those different quests? Well, because I already had
3: a main that was level 50, he, he had about 700,000 credits already on him. And right. after I sent the money from my new 50 to him, that put me a little bit over a million. So I needed to come up with 500,000. And when I did the dailies on both of my 50s at that point, one day of dailies put me at 400,000. Okay. That I so I just had to do the dailies one more day, and then I had All right. enough to unlock the race and about 100,000 credits left
1: over. All right. So basically, Bell Savas dailies, the black hole, each day will get you 400,000 roughly.
3: Yeah, th- there's more dailies you can do. Well, Yeah. You know, that's on two characters. You you can easily make two hundred thousand a day on one character.
1: Okay. Oh, not bad. All right. Um and that's, you know, not even using you know, slicing as
2: No. I mean you could No,
1: that that's just doing the daily quests.
2: Yeah. I mean your dailies dailies on Elam as well. So you got those because initially you're going to get the ones for Elam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones from Bell Savis, and then when they added Black Hole with Corellia, that was a third set of dailies you could do, and run as well to earn cash. Um oh, sorry, credits in the game. Um, the one question I'm trying to remember off the top of my head—it's on Bell Sabish. It's the heroic foreman, and that one actually—it's at that camp, not the one you get from. Uh, oh gosh, um, it's
3: you're, the you're heroic foreman. About- Old enemies or lights out, are you?
2: Yes, one of those, because actually, one of those actually I recommend. Because they, that one, you, you do that one for the orange weapon for your companions.
3: Yes, they used to be heroic fours, but they tuned them both down to heroic twos now.
2: All right, that's even better, because I know those were painted a butt the day before.
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> you used the, the one, old enemies, you have to basically go through this little area and fight a boss at the end. And the trash was so difficult that every group would pretty much take off all their gear and run straight to the boss and suicide and rez to, just to fight him. Yep. Because it would take so <laughs> long to fight the trash.
1: Yeah.
2: That. That's. Yeah. One of the. I guess one of the things they need to tweak is like, why put so much trash there in the first place?
1: I well, saw someone. Way. I saw someone do that in the beginning of Red Reaper this week, and I didn't like that. Right in the beginning of Red Reaper. This guy just runs all the way up in the, uh, you know, right where you land in the in the hangar. There, he he runs past all these all these groups of mobs, and then up to um, where the corridor is, where the where the hallway is. And once you get there, all of these you know uh, Empire you know troopers come running out. He aggroed all of them, died, and then everyone like killed those guys ran around everybody else and we had the hallway open to us and then we just walked over to the first boss. I don't know how I felt about that. I know I didn't like that, but I don't know. I, I I wasn't I wasn't into that. People find
3: ridiculous ways to shortcut things. Yeah. And especially when you're not level 50 yet, well, in most games if you're not level capped, I get really angry when people skip mobs and content and instances because, you know, you still need experience. You're not level capped. But especially in Star Wars, and this is the other point I wanted to hit on with the dailies, Mm -hmm. when you look at the daily quest, it's, well, I guess you don't see it to the end, but they give you 7,000 credits for doing that one quest. But that's not counting when you're killing the mobs for the quest. Mm -hmm. Like, if you kill a little group of two or three mobs, you're picking up, like, 500 credits off of them. Yeah,
2: plus whatever they drop, you can sell off as loot, too. So.
3: Yeah, on the surface, if you're just adding up the amount of credits that they give you for doing the quest, it doesn't come out to be nearly as much. But when you look at every every time you're looting, you're picking up 500 credits. It really adds up over the course of doing the dailies. Hmm. And I've noticed not so much on Corellia. It, the black hole, doesn't. the mobs don't seem to give loot nearly as much. But when you're doing the Belsavis dailies, you're picking up cash left and right.
2: Yeah, uh, for me, Elim Belsavis. Not only the extra credits you get associated from the mobs when they drop, but also I would get tons, still get tons of trash. I just sell. And this is stuff that's selling for four or five hundred, you know, the low level green items that sell for eight hundred, maybe a thousand credits apiece. So you know, imagine all that and you're selling off and you can make a ton of credits easily.
1: So it's in short, that. guys, do your dailies. <laughs> do your yes. dailies. Um, Fred, I know you're not done with your, your week yet, but I wanna I wanna cut over to Lou and get a little little rendition on his week.
2: Well my week's just pretty much like Fred's. I actually also got my Sith Inquisitor, who is a sorcerer. Uh, I got her up to fifty several days ago, and oh, okay. right now <laughs> I've got her finishing up the the uh, bonus quest series to open up the dailies because I I start would them say off, that you to-
3: you're a copycat Lou, but you're a sorcerer and I'm an assassin.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Random. <laughs> okay. So, so right now, yeah, you know, I,
2: I, I am unlocking the uh, the black hole dailies on Corellia and I just finished opening up the dailies for Bell and Elam.
1: Uh huh. So okay. So so, so what else?
2: Ah, uh, big quandary deciding whether or not to level the bounty hunter, who is an advanced class spec as a uh, power tech, mm-hmm. or work on my Jedi Sentinel. Because after playing the Empire for almost the entire game, right now up to this point, yeah, <laughs> I think to myself I may need a break just to get away so I don't burn myself out. You know, with the Imperial side, but it's just so much fun being the bad guy. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can I can attest to that. It's it's uh, infectiously fun to be a little evil every now and again. Um,
3: no. What- what's really fun is unlocking one of your republic races so I can corrupt him that I would imagine <laughs> that would be fun for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've so, already decided I'm making another inquisitor as a sorcerer and I'm going dark side on him as a Mary Allen.
1: that's cool that's definitely cool um I wanted to I wanted to make a um what was the race that you were saying earlier i, I, I had a brain fart it, the, the, the Mary Allen? Were, no not the Mary Allen the, the rat attacky, thank you. God, I, I was, I almost, I wanted to say like Zabrick for some reason, but yeah, the, the rat attacky. I wanted to make a um, a rat attacky sorceress. I think I was talking to Lou last night, and we were, you know, I was telling him like, you know, we don't play, we got to play, and you know, what are we gonna do? And I was thinking about, you know, doing a roll in the dark side tune on Canderous Ordo. because I don't have a sorceress on the other server on Jedi Covenant, so. I wanted to do that, so I was thinking about, oh, if I get this, if I get this Ratattaki all the way up, I can make a Ratattaki light side character, and that that's gonna be that's gotta be friggin' cool as hell.
3: <laughs> so, well, interestingly enough, my legacy actually makes sense because I have a Sith Pureblood and a Ratataki that are level fifty, and both of them are light side, and their children are on the Republic.
1: <laughs> that would make sense. That would definitely make sense. Now you got to make a a Jason Solo type character and have have one be like the rogue and and go dark side of their kids. I, I have
3: a Sith pure blood Jedi Knight that is going light side, and I have a rat Jedi Consular that is going light side, and I'm going to make my Mary Allen sorcerer go dark side. Go dark side.
1: Cool. Very cool. So, all right, Fred, is that is that all for for your week? Uh, well, in summary, yeah, I got my
3: new agent that I made to level up with my girlfriend's character to level 11 so far, and he's an operative, because I'm going to have heals since she's a DPS assassin, but, you know, she can't heal at all. Figured that would help, and then we can both stealth. Cool. Come on, Lou, I'm waiting on some commentary. You know operatives. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm-
2: I love my operative. I, I really hope they, that somehow down the road that Bioware will fix what they wholeheartedly nerfed down to the ground. <laughs> I think it will one of the most interesting classes to play in the game. So,
1: <laughs> You know, when, um, when Blizzard nerfed the Paladin down to the ground um, when they first came out with World of Warcraft back in 2004, they didn't see a revival until years later, and I had to wait all that time to finally get my just due, and it wasn't until Wrath of the Lich King did, <laughs> did I ever see anything. So, you, you might be in for a long haul.
3: Well, see, the difference there is, back when the game first launched, Paladins were Alliance only, so you were on the side of the game Blizzard didn't care about.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm always on the side that, that nobody cares about. Always. It's, uh, um <laughs> All right, so what I uh basically I almost got my character class story finished this week, finally. Nice. I don't know I don't know how much I want to say just in case, you know, s- some of you out there haven't finished your Jedi Knight class story. Um but I'm about as far as you can go without completing it and I got there at like level 46. I had a great time getting myself all the way up there. And uh, the story was absolutely amazing. A couple of times um, I had found that I was a little too low level for certain things going on. So I gave myself that, that extra you know, boost using the um, space missions, which was a lot of fun. I love those space missions. Did a lot of grouping up. Did a lot of Red Reaper. A lot of that. I seemed to get into, into that a whole bunch. And uh, PvP as well. Believe it or not, I started playing a little PvP which I, I have enjoyed very much so. So it's not nearly as bad as you thought. Well, I've done PvP before in this game, um, but I guess it's got to it's hit at a certain... It's got to hit a certain wave for me, you know? Sometimes sometimes I'm looking... I want to play the game, but I'm looking for something new and different to do, and, and sometimes for me that'll be PvP. So um, I did a, a whole bunch of that, and I found out that I'm actually quite good at it. I've I've enjoyed my PvP experiences. Uh downloaded a couple of uh couple of mods over the phone. Um apps I should say. Alright. Uh you might want to check these out. Now I have a I have an Android. Alright, so I'm not sure if these apps are available on iTunes, but if you're looking for a great all-around app, you want to look for SWOTOR station. This covers news. You got a little server status thing on here as well. You can favorite a particular server too, uh, so you can, you can quickly see which, which servers that pertain to you are, are up. They have a search option as well that links directly into, into Torhead and, uh, and Notor, KNOTOR. And they have a little Republican Empire uh, companion tooltip here where you basically choose which faction you're on. you choose your class. It lists all the companions and all of the different, like, all the things that they like, what what kind of companion they are, whether they're a you know tank, DPS, what kind of armor they wear, what they like and dislike as far as gifts are concerned, their primary stat, their secondary stat, their weapons, crew skills they're most efficient at. Great, great little app here, and it's called Swotor Station. Another one I got was uh, the Swotor Field Guide which lists um, all the, uh, the operations and flashpoints and gives you the boss strategies involved in those, as well as loot, uh, loot tables for the operations. Also gives you information on your companions and the datacrons as well. As well as, what else? God, I downloaded a bunch of stuff. Uh, the holonet, Swotor holonet, which gives you, like a, if you're like a, a huge lore buff, this thing is, is great for you it tells you oh, yeah. all the lore for <laughs> your class, the different planets, allegiances, it gives you a whole timeline going back before Knights of the old republic one um let's see it tells you about the a couple of the different uh, cl- uh humanoids uh and creatures and droids as well that are in the game, which was fun to to kind of read up on, starships. It's it's great stuff. So, that's Swotor station, Swotor field guide, uh Swotor Net, and then one more I want to tell you about which is the um, the Datacron as well. Datacron locator with a drop down menu. You can either select Empire or Republic, and with a drop down menu you select which planet you want to find you want to find Datacrons on. So like let's just do this one right here, Corabon. I'm I'm actually using this right now. Um, so I selected Coribon and I'm looking up all the different Datacrons that are going to be on there. And, uh, okay, there's one, for the, uh, there's, there's one on the Empire, actually, on Korriban, because there wouldn't be any for the Republic. Um, and you find your, your plus two endurance there, your willpower, and it tells you how to get there and the coordinates as well. So that's another great one, too, Datacron Locator, just in case you haven't found them all if you're interested. So took, a, took advantage of that. We got an email earlier in the week asking us about Jedi Guardian and tips for tanking. So later on, when we get to the email, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I do in order to be an effective Jedi tank and some of the talents that I think are are required um, that that you may not want to miss out on. And uh, that's about it. That's it for me. So you guys right. got anything else? Well, I just wanted to quickly
3: mention that Swotor Station is not available on the Apple store, but... There's a program called Tools for Swotor, which seems to offer almost everything you just listed.
1: Yes, I saw Tools it, for Swotor, and that's that is also very good too. I almost downloaded that. Yeah, that seems to be the best alternative on the Apple Store for Apple OS products. Okay, um, guys, let's let's get ourselves into the news, and uh, and here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
1: good news. Okay, well, thank you very much, Obi-Wan. This is good news indeed. Lou, what's our first headline for today? Okay,
2: our first headline for today. First topic, earned rewards for free character transfers. All right, this is posted a couple of days ago. You're old. Yeah, you like that? All right, and this is directly from Bioware. All right, so in appreciation for the community support of the free character transfer service, They are giving all characters on qualifying servers, including the destination servers, an in-game pet, which is called a Ganaferi, and 25 black hole combinations to help purchase high-level gear.
3: Okay, let's pause for one second because I wanted to mention this earlier. I forgot to bring this up, people. Mm -hmm. About the black hole dailies that you do? Right you also earn the Black Hole Commendations, which can be used to buy upgrades for your gear, like the actual things you put inside of orange items. So you can basically <laughs> make your gear epic by getting these things with daily Commendations. Right.
1: Which I, I have... I I just wanted to... On a side note, um, I got rid of the Jedi robes because I got sick of looking at them. And I am now wearing... <laughs> I'm I'm wearing, you know, uh, moddable trooper gear. And I took all of my mods... Uh, Armoring and enhancements out of out of my my Jedi robe, and I put it into this modable trooper gear. <laughs> so now now I'm I'm running around looking like a trooper, but I got myself a lightsaber. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. 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 I actually had one guy in Red Reaper earlier in the week ask me like, "What's that trooper doing with a lightsaber?" I'm like, oh facepalm." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Because uh, this is actually like, I, I, I'm smelling. I'm smelling the fuse that that's been lit, and uh, when this finally comes out, I think we're going to hear a lot of anger. <laughs> well, I I was really lucky because
3: you, my pure blood didn't really look right in the brown robes that the Jedi get. But when I ran, I believe it was Hammer Station. I got a robe off the last boss. That's kind of like a dark purplish color it almost looks like a sith robe but Jedi style yeah and that's what I'm using on him
1: because it's orange I just keep modding that Bioware hint hint die would be awesome for this game hint hint um r- all right Lou let's 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 start over again okay uh, earn rewards for free character transfers which is posted on July 5th on the tour site. And uh, Lou said in appreciation for the community support of the free character transfer service, we're giving all characters on qualifying servers, including all destination servers and in-game pent, the Ganafari and 25 black hole commendations to help purchase high-level gear. What's number right. 2, Lou?
2: All right. And now uh, both awards are going to be granted to any character that has to meet the following criteria. First one, your characters have to be in a qualifying server which includes the destination server, and right. your account has to be active
1: as So your July 30th. You, the, the server you're moving from and the server you're moving to both have to meet up on this. You can't have one or the other. you got to have both in place. Right. Also. right.
2: Okay. Yeah. Big thing, your account must not be banned. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> you can't be a jerk.
2: <laughs> All right. And lastly, if you don't have a character on a qualifying server by the end of July... Okay, you're not going to receive any rewards, okay? Now, important thing, the rewards are going to be sent to you via the in-game mail uh, by August 7th. All right? Uh, The latest will be August 8th at 5 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. So uh, I know a lot of people initially ask, oh, I don't see it, I don't see it, it's not in my inventory. Well, check your mail. (laughs) It's going to be there.
1: I don't see how a lot of people are actually going to be given this pet because i i looked and this is basically for the holdouts if you've been holding out on your server after they've already said your server should move to that server and you said no i don't want to they're now saying okay we understand you don't want to but we're going to get we're going to give you this really cool pet and we're going to give you 25 black hole commendations if you move but you got to do it you got to do it now.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have to do it in the next few weeks otherwise right. it's and, not getting anything to you.
1: And you have to be coming from server A and you have to be going to server B and we're going to tell you what what server those are. So Right. If you if you came from the specified servers and you're going to those specified servers, then you get this. Everyone else though will not be getting this.
2: <laughs> right. And, and Dave, DN Force, the chat room has a point. Um I think Dave it's a, it's a nice gentle prod so to speak from Bioware to get these holdouts to actually leave those uh servers. So you know, I, I guess the Bioware doesn't want to strong arm anyone and I I guess providing the uh the another carrot on the stick somewhere along the line will help them. Give people motivation to get off that server.
3: Well, it should motivate anybody that has an active account to make the move. And then when they eventually close down those servers and move everybody onto to probably one server or just move them, it's going to be the people with inactive active accounts are just going to move their characters over. And the people that aren't playing and don't have active accounts won't really be complaining.
1: Yeah, the the, the biggest problem that I see with this, and it's not to, I don't want to bring up, I don't want to bring up problems and just say like they're doing a bad job. That's that's not what we're saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're doing a bad job. I'm just saying that I'm not getting a pet and I'm upset. <laughs> you, you are getting a petty Barwin. No, I'm not. They didn't say that they didn't specify Juyo and then and then Candorous Ordo. They didn't specify. I already looked at the server lists. I'm not on there. So let's take another look at the server lists. Let's 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 go through this again. All right, we are now on the page. Uh, We are scrolling through. Okay, in North America, they are, okay, origin servers that qualify for transfers. Oh, would you look at this? This whole thing actually scrolls down. This is an option you don't get on a cell phone, by the way, if you're looking at this on a cell phone. I just want to, in my defense, point that out. Um, Okay, so does anyone see Juyo on this? Does anyone see Juyo? Yep, right there. Okay.
3: They're so giving it to everybody that moved at all.
1: All right. So there you go. So that takes care of that. So the entire thing that I was saying earlier is completely and totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's good that you said that, Billy <laughs> Warwin, because other people may have read this and perceived it the same way you did. Other people that were looking at this webpage on their cell phones and were unable to scroll down the... <laughs> <laughs> this this thing. Let me let me just say this. Okay, you can scroll down the page, but inside the page, they have this table. And the table itself has a scroll bar that you can access on your desktop or laptop, but not on a cell phone. So. <laughs> Good thing we caught
3: that, though, Ivor, when the three yes. people that are listening to this might have gone on the forums and raged. The one
1: guy that listens to our show is probably <laughs> may not be may still be subbed up.
2: <laughs> He's not uh, going to do a guy smiling. He's banging his face on the piano keys. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no! No, 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 no! All right, so... Where where can we direct the, the wonderful listener? <laughs> the one guy who listens to us. Where can we li- direct our wonderful listeners so they can get all of the information as to which servers... Uh, have been chosen for the, I mean, it looks like all of them now, now that I'm scrolling through this whole thing. Where can you say it's It's going to be at at com? Yeah, pretty much anyone Uh,
2: who's transferred.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
3: anybody that has either transferred or had people move to their server is going to get the pet and the black hole commendations. (laughs) I'm such a tool. (laughs) So, so Dave, since that's our one listener, Dave,
1: Dave. if you want to look this up, Go to com slash transfer. Slash transfer. And and there you go. All right. Moving right along <laughs> to number two. Possibly another bullet point I can embarrass myself over. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Take it away, Fred. The Old Republic is coming to Comic-Con. tour coming to San
3: Diego Comic-Con 2012. San Diego Comic-Con, the single largest pop culture event in North America, is only a week away. With hundreds of thousands of passionate comic book, movie, and video game fans converging on the San Diego Convention Center. BioWare and LucasArts will be there to represent Star Wars The Old Republic in a big way.
1: In a big way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. In a world. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throughout the four-day show, attendees will be able to come by the Star Wars The Old Republic booth located inside the Star Wars Pavilion, booth number 2913. (laughs) Throughout throughout Comic-Con, people who visit us on the show floor will be able to explore each of the class origin worlds, grab some amazing prizes, and then spend some time with the members of the Bioware team. San Diego Comic-Con show floor hours, Wednesday, July 11th from 6 to 9. Thursday, July 12th, 9.30 to 7 p.m. Friday, July 13th, 9.30 in the morning to 7 p.m. Saturday, July 14th, 9.30 in the morning to 7 p.m. Sunday, 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 July 15th, 9.30 in the morning to 5 p.m. I just enjoy how they say you can spend some
3: time with members of the Bioware team. Yeah. So you could go there and meet the guy that scrubs the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I'm Bob
1: and Sanitizer. What do you do, Bob? I scrub the toilets. <laughs> After you shook his hand. That's right. Why's your hand all wet, dude? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> totally totally gross i wonder if i wonder if uh jj who manages the tour twitter is going to be there <laughs> 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 i wonder if he or she will be there so there you go monday thursday friday saturday and sunday san diego comic-con show there go. they're just going to get troy
3: from the mailroom and bob that cleans the toilets these are members of the bioware team
1: the maintenance team. The maintenance team, right. <laughs> all right, Lou, Course of the Force. What What is all this about, the Course of the Force thing? I've been seeing them uh, tweeting. I think Star Wars uh, on Twitter has been tweeting this a lot, Course of the Force.
2: Yes, it's a special event they're hosting. Okay. It's called Course of the Force. It's a partnership with BioWare and LucasArts. And what it's doing is that they're sponsoring the final leg of Course of the Force. Now, it's being held on Saturday. was past Saturday, actually, July 7th until Wednesday on the 11th. And what it is, is that it is an Olympic-style relay, which is going to see dozens of participants carry a ceremonial lightsaber from yeah. the San Monica Pier mm. down the California coast until it arrives at the Balboa Theater in San Diego. Now, the final leg is going to happen on uh, this coming Wednesday, on July 11th, as Star Wars The Republic takes over the main stage. Now, as the lightsaber makes its way to the San Diego Convention Center, of course, The Force co-hosts Chris Hardwick and Ashley Eckstein will be premiering an exclusive look at Star Wars The Republic that you won't be able to see anywhere else. All right, don't forget to cheer them on, cheer the members of the Old Republic team as they help carry the lightsaber to its final resting place at the theater. Now, it's really great because this entire event is going towards the benefit of the Make-A-Wish
1: Foundation. Ah, uh, yes, and, that's a good foundation.
2: Oh, yeah, you know, it's a great cause. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm proud they doing something like this. And if you want to watch it live I'm you know, being broadcast, you can just tune in to StarWars.com and they'll have the coverage there for you.
1: All right.
3: Uh, I like that it's for charity. I don't like that this seems to be a light side event, though, because, you know, there wouldn't be any handing over the lightsaber. There would be some dude reaches out for my lightsaber
1: and I just cut him in half. <laughs> Right, and all along the way, he's, you know, using the lightsaber to hack off limbs of people jogging beside him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Make way for the dark side.
1: Right. <laughs> well, if when you
3: cut down that one guy that's reaching for your lightsaber, I'm pretty sure the other people are going to get out of the way.
1: Probably. That's 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 probably, you could probably bet money on that, yeah. I by the time I got to the second guy that wanted to take
3: my lightsaber, I'd have the black veins in my face and stuff. He'd know to move. (laughs) (laughs) He'd pull his hand back real quick.
1: (laughs) All right, StarWars.com and the Make a Wish Foundation: Course of the Force, very very nice. Uh, Meet the companions of Star Wars: The Old Republic panel on Sunday, July fifteenth at eleven forty-five a.m. Join us in room 6BCF, bravo Charlie Foxtrot, for the Meet the Companions of Star Wars The Old Republic panel. During the panel, the Bioware team, as well as several notable voice actors from the game, will be answering questions from the audience, giving out swag, and premiering a brand new video. I'm looking forward to this new video. I'm wondering if there's anything to do with Planet McKeb.
2: Yes. Or anything Please. with uh, maybe showing a couple of the classes and seeing what new additions the stories have.
3: So That's on. coming out as well. S- several notable voice actors from the game. Yeah, all five of them? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like, what? this isn't Skyrim, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if it's the campaign of Star Wars, then we all know that, let's see...
3: It's just going to be like the dude that does every single old man voice and (laughs) (laughs) like every trooper or soldier that ever gets in any type of peril. That
1: guy. The the perilous trooper. It'll be
2: that guy over there.
3: It's not going to be like any of your actual companions. It's just going to be like some NPCs. Several notable voice actors. This guy that is Soldier X-24YZ also happens to be Bob who cleans our
1: toilets. Have you met? <laughs> hey Bob, what's going on? Bob is a man of many talents. Very very good uh very good Wookiee likeness.
3: After the layoffs, I had plenty of career growth
1: opportunities. <laughs> I became the Flashpoint career, the Wookiee one on Oh <laughs> Alright, Star Wars The Old Republic Insider Events at Bioware Base. The Bioware Base is returning to San Diego Comic-Con and to the Hilton Gaslamp Quarter Hotel. Inside the Bioware Base, we'll be holding a special Star Wars The Old Republic Insider Event on Thursday, July 12th, for select fans of the game. These lucky few will be able to meet fellow fans, talk with members of Star Wars The Old Republic Team, take part in Q&As, get awesome giveaways, and more. Don't forget to pick your VI- to pick up your VIP badge from our booth inside Star Wars Pavilion for preferred access to the insider events at the BioWare Base. Bioware Base Insider Events at Hilton Gaslamp. Thursday, july twelfth from seven PM to nine PM. So I'm wondering like to get one of these VIP badges, do you think they're gonna pick out fans from the crowd like like Def Leopard would pick out, you know, girls from the crowd to <laughs> c- go backstage with? Them? <laughs> like is it gonna uh, be based on that? <laughs> I think they're gonna use a different metric. Yeah. How good does she look in, in a slave in a in a Leia slave girl outfit? <laughs> no, like Bob's gonna stick his mop in the bucket and then swing it around and whoever gets splashed gets to come. Yeah. I think they're going to go with this, the the Leia slave girl thing.
3: You get to come in the back,
1: and you probably have hepatitis now. <laughs> oh. <Jesus>. Fred, <laughs> come on <What> the hell? <laughs> All right, that uh, thankfully that covers it for the news. <laughs>
0: now oh, wait, you get you, to- did, you, you didn't let me
3: critique this one yet. No,
1: no, that's all right. We're we're good, Fred. Thanks. <laughs> Now we're going to go to the Dark Council where you get to hear all of, our, all of our opinions about our topic that we're going to cover. Um, Mostly at me. Which is frighteningly <laughs> enough. <laughs> Dark Council coming up next, guys. Stay tuned. You
0: assumed no force could challenge you.
1: And here we are. We are back for the Dark Council. And look who wandered into our Skype call today. Hey, everybody. They <laughs> caught me. Send help. <laughs> if, if, pigtails ever lo- <laughs> if pigtails ever look good on a man, it looked good on Dave D. Enforce. Crap audio. Not so longer crap audio anymore. I play a ridiculous amount of Diablo because I am now doing an awesome sh- job hosting that show. Adam's.
3: Oh no I oh, know when he went back to the retro style here he's crap audio today he's crap yeah, audio with
0: it. I'm actually on my
1: crap audio mic because I can't get my my yeti hooked up <laughs> 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 so if Dave sounds different right now that's 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 the reason why <laughs> this is the first time anybody's recognized his voice in months.
3: <laughs> oh my God it's dead oh my goodness. <laughs> like when people make the wookie noise now they're wondering if that's a sound effect or just dave's mic <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah that's right we finally got uh we finally got him back so now we gotta oh we gotta, no we gotta do our wookie thing don't we you right. can't do it until i'm ranting hold on is that chris hardwick on starwars.com <laughs> doing course of the force we can't tell whether you're ranting because we can't understand you. This guy's so everywhere. So we're just
3: going to play Wookiee noises randomly.
1: That's all we're doing. Like, Dave might be in the call for a few, for a few seconds, but uh, it's now it's now going to be all Wookiee sounds. <laughs>
2: oh, he's
0: all right.
1: trying
2: to find us Yeah. <laughs> here we go.
1: Well, it's- here we go. Here he is. Ladies and gentlemen, the DN rant. Oh, that was the wrong one. Oh, what a tease. Hold on. Ah, oh, that's not even it either. It's, here we go. There we go.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, my. The Wookiee rant. The, no, the the, the D-enforce rant. There we go. Sounds and-
3: like about three or four Wookiees mud wrestling
1: just now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. How did that go? It was like this. Uh, it's getting more graphic. <laughs> Three okay. or
3: four
0: movies, mud wrestling. Um uh, reminds me of summer back at my grandmother's house.
3: Gross.
2: I was gonna say that scene from Stripes <laughs> and <laughs> Doug Gandy's in the mud wrestling pool. <laughs>
3: like like rubbing the the uh
1: copper tone on grandma's hairy back. This is, all right, look, Fred,
2: <laughs> the comment
1: you just made about the, the HEP thing, and now, we'll, look, <laughs> Lou, what is our, our council topic? Let's get into this. Well,
2: <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about this. Well, we all heard about Bioware now, a new planet coming later on this year. It's called the planet McKeb. Now, McKeb is supposed to be a HUD-controlled world with strong criminal ties and the possibility of a neutral third faction lurking about. Now, this is just background. When this planet is introduced into the game, what's going to happen is that's when the player level cap is going to be increased. Now, they haven't said what specifically, how many levels is going to be, but a lot of people been speculating at maybe five levels or so, along with the additional story content being added to each of the classes. Now, looking back, or looking at your favorite class within the game, if you have a character up to 50 and you're on the interlude part now of your story, what would you like to see added to your story? Okay. What elements, how would you like to develop or what would you like to see developed with your character and the particular storyline? What about your companions? Like, would you like to see more in depth stories that would complement your own?
1: Okay. Let's just, let's start this off and just say, there's going to be heavy spoilers in this. Okay. So for those of you out there who are, you know, Playing playing the game and haven't seen the end of your particular your particular class quest and your storyline. All right, just be aware that when we cover this and we get into this, we are going to talk about the very end and and where we go from there. Possibly, I know I will be. So for Jedi Guardians out there, I will I will tell you spoiler alert, and you can you know fast forward x amount of minutes or so, and I'll I'll try and do my best to to keep it to that. Um, Yo, guys, Duke, if do you want me to just leave the call because I don't want that spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> well uh no fred call, i don't want you to call
3: me that. back when you're done with your part <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah it, you might you might have to take it as I'll, I'll i'll try and be good i'll try and be good and guys if you can try and work around the spoilers and answer this question um let's let's try and do that for the listeners um now now, Dave, you said you you. What, how do you feel about this? First of all, let me just let me just ask you that question. How do you how do you feel about this whole planet Mckeb thing? And we'll let you go first because you're technically our guest right now. Oh, cool! Thank you. That's very polite.
0: Uh, Darth Vader's Luke's father. Uh, mm. Just to get the spoilers out of the way. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. You know, there's nothing wrong with adding more things to do. I think when I when we were on. When I used to be on, you know, Star Wars off the record, I used to always complain that there weren't enough carrot on a stick things. And I like that they're adding more things in. I know I should be ranting and yelling about, oh, I don't like this and that. Well, no, I actually like that they're adding more content, more little things for people to do. It's It makes me happy to see that they actually are putting effort into the little
3: things.
1: Yeah, absolutely, of course. Uh, you know, Fred, didn't you have, you had you had a thought. Um, an actual legitimate thought regarding, like, when you happen to think that this whole thing is going to be coming out, and I just want to get that on the record. Well, well actually, I had
3: another legitimate thought after that, but I was just going to say that I would. Well, right, well, two legitimate thoughts from you in this, one this podcast is the first one hey, more than ah, enough.
1: Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh. If he could have force choked me at that moment. I'd be standing there holding my throat like a sickly Natalie Portman. <laughs> you would be on the ground, and Imperial agents would be dragging you out of the room.
0: Oh, God. girls, girls, you're both but pretty. Don't
3: worry. Out. As long as Quinn is still my companion, you're not first in line. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay.
1: So, so Fred, oh, awesome, Marauder high, spot, high bro. That's <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: Good God. My first uh, thought that I think you were alluding to was the r- actual release time for Macab. right? Mm-hmm. My yes. thought, and uh, you know, it's about 50-50 chance on this, but if I had to guess right now, I'd say it's probably going to come out around the end of August because they might want to release this in an effort to kind of hold people from leaving to go to Guild Wars 2. Yeah. And my other... Thought that just came up as Lou read this and explained it is: they say Makeb is a hut-controlled world, and we have two of those in the game currently, Huda and Narshadaw. Okay. And my thought: I would rather have it be closer to Huda than Narshadaw because I do not want another planet that is broken up into little sections that you have to fly to.
1: Okay. Thoughts,
3: anybody? Lou.
2: Well. I mean, mean, a big part of the galaxy, or a decent part of the galaxy, is actually Hutt-controlled space. And I I like, you know, it's Hutt-controlled space. And I like for them how they write uh, this into the storyline to where you're not, you know, specifically focusing on, you know, imperial space or public space, but taking the war and story to a third party's area, you know, fighting through proxies or fighting in another area that neither faction really controls.
3: Oh, I Wasn't enjoy there- that as well. But Narshada and Coruscant basically feel kind of like the same planet to me. Because yeah. they're both where you have to fly to a little section of it. And then you really can't just freely travel around the planet. And even though Huda's really tiny, I hope that they make this as an open planet. And not something that you have to fly to different areas. You mean like... Not able to explore. What's, what's that planet? Quiche? The one that it's like
0: one walkway, and that's the entire planet. Yeah. Is that the one I'm thinking about?
3: Yeah, Quest. Yeah. Quest the planet where you have sheesh. three quests. Oh, come on, on the
0: say it like it's spelled. Anyway, <laughs> this one it's totally hut controlled. I want to see it like that, but I want to see it full. I want to see a, a huge planet that's you know it's hut controlled, so it's totally going to be you know worn down and used up. All right. So I, I'd like to see a full-size planet that you could actually explore explore that's like that. And I understand that we may have a little bit of already, you know, too much of that already with all these planets that already are hut controlled and they already are kind of run down. But if you're going to do it right, make it hut. you know?
3: I guess my thought is that I want this to feel like something new. I don't want it to feel like it's just a reskin of another planet. I want it to look different aesthetically and be open and not compartmentalized.
1: Now, what if, what if it is all of those things that you don't want it to be? It, do you feel like it's going to, you know, seriously negatively impact your gameplay or is it just going to be one of those things that you're like, ah, I wish they, I wish they would have taken this in a different direction, but you know, this is, this is cool anyway. It'll
3: disappoint me, but I'll still do it because my thought would be if they basically just take Coruscant and remake it as an as a Hut controlled world and it's the same skin and everything, they just change up the quest and stuff. Yeah, that'll disappoint me a little bit, but I'll still play through it because the next thing shouldn't be that exact same thing
1: again. Right. All right, now, Lou, um, Fred had said that he thinks that it 's probably likely to come out end of August. What do you think about that? Because I mean there's been very little information out on the internet regarding this content, and I would think if they were so close to the release you know more than more than a month away, slightly more than a month away
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that they would they would have you know more information by now since right, this and is, they might right. So when do you, um, I mean, do you think he's on target with that? Do you think he, it would be further back?
2: I think Fred's on the right track that soon it'll be coming out because, you know, we all know Bio is very tight-lipped, very closed mouth when it comes to their, for, you know, any of their projects. Right. Okay. Oh Gosh, from Baldur's Gate onward, okay? Bioware's always stuck the their guns. They're never going to release information unless they're absolutely sure and ready for it. And, yeah, like I said before, I think Fred's on the right track. I also think that Maybe one of the special events they have during the San Diego Comic-Con, maybe someone will announce when this new stuff is being released. Yeah, It might be one of those special events, and that might be one of those new videos that we'll be told we're going to see.
3: That was my other thought, mm-hmm. Lou, that if they're not going to launch McKeb around the Guild Wars 2 launch, mm-hmm. we might be getting our next world event around then. Something to keep people in the game and playing.
2: Right, to offset those, you know, that new release of that game, because that, obviously, we'll we'll take some players who are actually curious to check it, you know, to try it out. But, yeah, it would be a good marketing move on Bioware's part to also dangle that carrot in front of the player's face, saying, look, we know it's coming out, but guess what? what One-time rewards. Yep, exactly. You know, more stuff for you to do, so, you know, here you go. You know, give players, make players give them that hard choice, like, oh, gosh, do I... Try out Guild Wars 2 or I stick with Star Wars Yellow Republic.
3: Now has
1: it has it been confirmed that they're going to add extra levels? They're going to increase the level cap with with the McKeb content patch? Yes, Yes. they
3: did say that. They just haven't told us by how much. And it from the size that they're talking about the planet being and the rate that you get experience at level fifty, unless they tune the planet differently, I'd say it's probably only going to be a couple levels
1: yeah i think I think it's safe to speculate uh about five levels increase up to fifty five
0: yeah I'd be willing to say that too
1: yeah now now dave what do you what do you think about what do you think about them saying okay here we are here's a new planet here's five levels here's some new functionality for your all all classes with regarding your talents by the way here's some here's a crap load of gear. Uh, that you're going to use. And since you're up to 55, let's just say that's that's where they go with this, you're up to 55, here's a couple of new flashpoints, and by the way, a nice big operation for you.
0: All that would one- actually probably put me back in the game and playing hardcore. If I could, you know, basically give the Raiders a fresh start with a completely new top-end tier set, it would help forgive the issues that they have with the gear that they created in 1.2.
1: Okay. Fred, you had
3: something for this? I was going to say, I don't think it's going to be five levels because Bioware has come out during the community Q&A and said that when the level cap occurs, when they raise it, they don't want to trivialize the current raids. They only want it to be a slight boost. So I think it's only going to be like two levels. And we're probably going to see slow increases like that. Like, they release a new planet, give us a couple levels, and a little bit of class story.
1: So you don't think, you know, two extra flash points and an operation is going to be involved with this patch at all? It
3: could be, but they said that they don't want to make the previous content obsolete with this. Okay. And if they increased it by five levels, that's going to make all the previous raids worthless. What's your opinion, Lou?
2: Well... I, I think it's. I, I, if anything, they may go at least a compromise between maybe two to five levels, because again, they can control the rate of XP gain during this expansion, or you know, during the release of my right because they they alone can determine you know when you turn this quest. Yeah, instead of getting the fifteen twenty thousand XP you're normally used to getting, well, we all know they can artificially control that by saying no. No, you're only getting two thousand <laughs> for this one. So. Give us a whole ton of quests, but have them just give out you know small portions of XP. That way, again, it, it makes the player go out and explore and finish all the story content that's involved with this new planet. Right. Because remember, you're also fleshing out not only you know if they keep par with the rest of the game, not only you probably have side quests, but you're also going to advance your own storyline, your particular storyline. I think that's well, uh, very important to keep that in mind.
0: You know, there's one other thing to keep in mind with all this, and Lou, you're very right, that they control the rate of XP gain. Personally, when I hit Corellia, I was nearly almost 50. I was way 50 before I even completed Corellia. Mm -hmm. How much experience could you possibly have if they raise the cap and add a new planet, walking from level 1 to level, I don't know, if they raise it to 55 how quickly could you hit that that cap, not not including flashpoints, not including dailies? You know, how much would the normal stream from one to, to whatever the new cap is? Will it fill in the gap? Will it be too little? Will it be too much? Once they add this new planet,
1: I'm not 100 percent sure if I kind of follow you, Dave. I mean, what what are you really asking? Are you are you saying that? Are you, are you asking that? you know if they if they have an extra five levels for McKeb that the xp gain on McKeb is going to be more and unbalanced as versus the rest of the game
0: well you can't just look at it from people who are already at level 50 walking into this new world saying hey from here i get up to level 55 Unless they put a cap on when you can pick up the level, saying this place you can only go to once you're 50. And once you're there, you start gaining levels up to 55. Well, there are other places that do the same thing. You know, Ilum has stuff you can only pick up at 50, which is going to need to be thought of in the process of you know leveling up. People aren't just going to go to that one world to level up. No, there bad. are other things that need to be taken into consideration if they are going to increase the level cap, and it makes it kind of a daunting task on the developers' part. But I'd like to see how they include it and well, how much they include in just one planet.
1: I think I think they have said that it's going to be a level a planet for level fifty plus. I think they've said at least that much. If I remember, there was, there might have been something during E three. I think.
2: Uh yes, they did mention that.
1: Yeah, right, uh, right. When, because when uh it, because
2: the, the main, one of the main purposes for the planet is to advance the storyline. So, yeah, of course, you're going to have to be 50 in order to get there because that's obviously when you've seen or you reach, you know, for those of you who have been in it, it, your story's going to reach what's called the interlude part. Okay, so instead of seeing chapter one or prologue, what have you, you're going to see interlude, and that's where you are when you hit 50, and you know. That's one of the main parts behind a right? Is it's that you know when you reached the end, or you know the the, I guess that part of your storyline for your character, whether you're a marauder or guardian, where you fulfilled that epic task, you know now they're gonna give you more chapters to follow, more of your you know more of that book, <laughs> that's your life in the Star Wars galaxy.
1: Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's finish this up because I, I do want to get to our email and and talk a little bit about about that as well. Um, <clears throat> before we close out the show, um, but I, I don't, we haven't really answered, uh, the main question here is what, what would you like to see more in depth, um, regarding this as in, you know, if you got your character up to 50, what would you like to see added to your story? So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with Fred on that.
3: Well, depending on what character it would be, if it was my main Sith Juggernaut, I would like to see another companion added as a possible romance option because being a light side Juggernaut, I'm bottlenecked into having to choose vet or nobody.
1: Okay. All right, so you're you're looking for another, oh Fred, you're so sweet. <laughs> 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 another love option. Uh okay, anything Heroes. else? Anything else? Uh, maybe well, some- if,
3: if it was my Inquisitor, I would like to have another apprentice that is a light side option. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so you're all about the it, companions. It, I would just like them to look at the balancing of companions and make sure that everybody has the option to do every role with a companion that likes either alignment. Because there's certain Everybody gets two tanks. You get arranged in a um, melee tank. And so in some cases, both of them could be dark side. In some cases, they could both be light side. Yeah. One should be each, I think.
1: I would, going off of that, I would like to see companions choose the side ultimately that, that you choose. And I would like for you to be able to, like, select which which characters if they don't already follow that alignment choice I'd like for you to be able to select at least one or two companions that would go with that alignment choice and then in make all of them a a romance character obviously excluding the droids cuz I don't think anyone is you know romancing T7 Scorpio dude <laughs> Scorpio is hot yeah they, yeah
3: they could actually add <laughs> a new equipment slot where the relics usually go on a player character because careful. there's an opening on companion. Careful,
1: Fred, careful. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> no,
3: uh, I was just going to say they could add a new equipment <laughs> slot and add an item that either makes your companion light or dark side. I like oh. that idea. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Dave, what do you got to say? <laughs> uh, uh, Sick, you Fred. Sick. <laughs> Uh, um, you're you're sick with something other than Bob's hepatitis. <laughs> Dave!
0: <laughs> I would like to see them put breadcrumb quests on Ilum to get to the new planet. I don't want this to skip Ilum and basically make Ilum useless.
1: Is, is it a problem if it's vice versa? Like breadcrumb quests... For Ilum on Ilum for Macab and then uh, as well, you'll find quests on Macab that'll take you to Ilum. Is that okay. a problem, or
0: yeah, because Ilum already has absolutely
1: no reason of even existing.
3: I <laughs> would actually suggest that in a future content update, that they actually go to Ilum and make it into a PVE planet. Yeah, they they really need to fix that planet because there's no
0: reason to ever be on it unless you're on a PvP server.
3: I I don't understand why they made the new daily hub in Corelia instead of just making Ilum into a daily hub. I Repurpose agree. It. They have an entire planet that isn't being used for anything.
1: Yep. All right, Lou. What do you, what, let's let's end it off with Lou, and then <laughs> we'll we'll head on down to our our one little email that we got this week.
2: Well, with any of the class stories, I would hope that the writers come up with some really a uh, really big bang way to start up and pick up the storyline again you know, because remember we just you're all going to go some. you're going to conclude that this part of your story with a really great great act, okay whether it's evil, good, redemption fall, what have you I think it would be really great if they had a really epic event to start off and kick off the new storyline or oh, the continuation of each class's storyline um I would also like them to see, you know, more in-depth stories with the companions because, as of now, you know, your companion tells you, "Oh, I've got to do something." They run off, they come back. Okay, I, I was very, I'm disappointed in that, with the way that Tor handled that with the companions because, you know, the companions are integral to your character. I want to go on those missions with my companions. You know, Lou, I want to actually take on, take them on.
3: Lou, I know what you're talking about. Have you done Jedi Knight at all yet? Yes, I'm on my sentinel. I got Kira up a little bit, and she gave me a companion quest to actually take her to Nar Shaddaa to her friends. Oh, right, yeah. No, we, yeah. yeah,
2: More involved than that. I know, you get the same thing with Seth Marauder. Yeah. Okay. Not hanging yeah, apart, but yeah, more, more missions like does. that. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of the other missions, though, they just go off and disappear. All right, we need more in-depth missions where you're actually actively involved with the companion. And I think, you know, also... Keep on with the stories with those companions that you've maxed out affection with. I mean, you're, all, you're also going to actually, I think, be able to uh, capitalize a little more on your companions' affection that you maxed out. I think you get more, more benefits or something else along the line that's coming out. But that's what I'd like to see. Um, a really epic start to the class storylines for this new, st- the new planet and a lot more interesting stuff to go along with the companions.
1: I, I agree. Um I, I kind of feel like I, I don't even know like where where they would go with with where they're leaving off with this. I mean um I haven't seen the the absolute end to my class quest yet. I'm right there. I have, you know, one little one little fight to go through and for those of you who have who have done the Jedi the Jedi Knight, you know, class quest, you know what I'm talking about. Um getting up to that whole thing was was really ultra ultra desperate. And I loved all of that. You know, it's, it's, we're down to the, we're down, we're down to the wire. Um, The, the, the the galaxy is, is at that point. It's, it's the Emperor's Way or the Highway. And, uh, all that stands between it is, is the Jedi Knight. So you involve yourself, um, wholeheartedly. And so do your companions. So it, (laughs) you you just reminded me of our one. Yeah. Do you remember, remember the
3: end of your chapter one? The Jedi Knight, right? The, the certain dude you had to kill. Remember, you were telling me off air how hard that fight was. Yeah, I Tough. fought him with my Jedi Knight and used my heroic moment. Uh-huh. And after I unleashed Force Lightning and Force choked him and Force stasis him, he just went down like nothing.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I that, beat him down. <laughs> that Force Lightning is like the one weakness that I have is Force Lightning. It's it's it tears me apart.
3: The, the legacy one isn't even like a steady bolt that you hit somebody with. It's actually a sorcerer ability where you just unleash lightning everywhere in this area effect circle. That's cool. It completely destroyed him. Yeah. You've like, always
1: said this was hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that you rubbed my nose in something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our email maybe. <laughs> After I wipe like this time. off my face, thanks. <laughs> After I wipe the fail that's on my face that Fred rubbed in my nose. <laughs> um, all right, so we we got this awesome email from one of our from the one listener we have left. <laughs> Who's <What>? na- <laughs> whose name is Sean aka Dave. No, Sean. Uh, and Sean says, "Hey guys, love all your shows and keep up the great work. Uh, I play a Jedi Guardian, and I'm in my mid 30s now, and I want to start getting into tanking flashpoints. I was hoping that you could give me some beginner pointers and maybe some more advanced tips on tanking to help get me started. I have MMO experience from playing WoW, so you know enough about aggro, talent builds, and not to stand on <laughs> not to stand in the Khajiit on the ground." <laughs> and I get by, but anything you can help me with would be great. Also, if I might be so bold as to suggest a section for the show where you talk about PVE and PVP strategies, I think a lot of listeners listeners might enjoy that. Thanks so much from Sean. Well, Sean, um, thank you very much for for your well-thought-out email. As far as the PVE and the PVP strategy... That's not something that's completely out of the scope of this show's reach, um, but at the same time, you know, we're not hardcore PvPers. So to to talk about something that number one we're we're not really going to enjoy, and number two don't naturally work toward or or do. Um, I don't know if the listeners are going to like hearing us talk about these things. You may you may want to. I mean, there's a ton of you know tour podcasts out there you know uh i think a few of them do cover pvp quite in depth you might enjoy those shows at the same time you know we might mix it up a little bit here and there as well um just don't, don't forget like about old cars, what's go that go on across
3: the street. you're like you don't like our cars go on across the street <laughs>
1: <laughs> i um, pvp what are you talking about <laughs> it's just you know <laughs> We could cover it, we, yeah, but I don't think we would cover it all that well.
3: Um, Let's get on the same server. I'll show you. There you go. Thanks. <laughs>
1: Find your Jedi. Yeah, I don't know if I want to learn in that way, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you, Dave. Um, you you have a lot of experience in tanking, right? Uh, no. I play a marauder. He, he stabs things. Oh, I thought I thought you did. No. All right. So I guess I'm the <laughs> only tank here, huh? <laughs> No. Um, really, I, I could give a few
0: pointers, especially about in-game. Um, okay. The best thing to do is be
1: prepared to die. Be prepared to lose. So, Sean, um, Sean be prepared to die, and that that's from Dave. <laughs>
0: and that's not a bad thing. I don't say that in a bad way. I mean that in the best way possible in that you need to understand when and where things are going to happen. you got to be able to figure out... You know, I don't need to be tanking for this fight because there are a lot of of in-game operations that don't require tanks. I think I could I can think of one, two, three fights in game right off the top of my head that don't require a tank at all for that fight. Okay. So there are certain ones that require you to to step out of your you know tanking bubble for a little bit. And you're really just the best the best teacher you could possibly have in this game is experience.
1: Oh, without a doubt. You're, you know, Sean is is um right at the dawn of Jedi Knight tanking. I've noticed that even starting in the Essles Jedi Knight tanking is really more of just adding to DPS. That's really all it is. Because you're a <laughs> crap tank. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> God. What happened? What happened? I, I was talking and then all of a sudden everyone's laughing. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what occurred, but, um, yeah, you're, you're pretty much a garbage tank. When it when when you're in the S and, and attempting to tank, so Sean, if you've seen that and you thought to yourself like, gee, I could really use pointers, it's not you. It's not you. The game was built that way, and I don't know I don't know what the purpose of that was, but that's the way it is. Um, right at about thirty, really like 30, 30, 30 to thirty five is when you start you start getting some of your AOE abilities, and that's really when you start to see. You know the the tank come out in the Jedi Guardian, and uh, you know I, you you're, you seem you know for, uh, Sean seems you know well versed enough to know that you know the tank's role is to you know take take the take the aggro from from the group that you're fighting and just basically keep them occupied and and you know bring down their their defenses if if at all applicable and let the DPS do their job and let the healers do their job. Um. That's that's the very the very basic you know portion of of tanking. Some quick pointers that I can give you as you're getting in here. Always look to reduce your target's armor. Always look at the group that you are about to tank. Figure out what they're going to do to you, all right? And then figure out who should pull which which uh enemies should be controlled by stun effects or immobilization effects um which one you want to tank and which one you want the dps to to bring down if there's a difference in that and you also want to figure out how you want to pull do you want to force leap in or do you want to have, uh, you know, if you want to line line of sight them, which is basically have your group stand off to the side, you hurl your lightsaber at, at one of those guys and then stand off with the group. And as they come around the corner, go from there, that, uh, line of sighting in this game, I can tell you as a Jedi guardian tank is one of, one of the most key things that you're going to do as a guardian tank line of sight. If you can do it, chances are you probably should. And in a lot of the, the flashpoints that you're going to be getting into, there's going to be a lot of groups where if you if you jump in, another group that, that's not even on the screen might like randomly just appear and start attacking the group. And a great oh example... Oh my
0: God, yeah. Foundry. Foundry, right. they do that
1: all the time. You can't
0: pull by walking forward. You have to pull them back to you. If you're not just capable to just walk through the place you pretty much have to pull enemies to you.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and without it, you're going to get overwhelmed. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. Um, my build is, b- by no means, am I in, 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 my, in operations. I am not tanking operations right now. So I have a leveling build. It's what I thought looked interesting and useful as I was leveling up. Um, so here's, here's some of the things in my talent tree that I happen to think is very, very useful for me. And um, I want to share that with you. All right. And um, so obviously my my main tree that I use is the guardian tree. Okay. But I'm also specced in in vigilance and, um, and focus trees as well. Now for vigilance, I have single saber mastery, perseverance, and sunderstrike, improved sunderstrike in the Vigilance tree. Also, in the Focus tree, I have Master Focus and Swelling Winds as well. These add to the uh, the damage that you're going to be able to do with your lightsaber. These add to the amount of damage and the amount of threat that, that some of your uh, AOE abilities are going to generate. These are almost, from what I can tell, these are necessary. You don't, really want to get too far away from these. And my my AoE ability has is is quite nice and I seem to hold the threat pretty well. Um Guardian, okay, some of the things that, that I've I've spec into that other people may look away from is Dust Storm. Stasis Mastery. One thing about stasis for stasis is it's great to turn around, and that one guy that's that's you know knocking the crap out of you just use force stasis on them, and it stuns them for a period of time. Not a long period, but a period of time. Um, stasis mastery will allow you to do that, and it takes away the channeling ability of that of that skill. So you can force stasis this p- particular enemy. A couple of seconds later, like one or two or one and a half. You can go back to the enemy that you were tanking this is going to be able to to reduce the damage that you're taking overall and allow the healer to take a breath and launch a few really good heals on you it's a great tactic for that also force sweep in the guardian tree as well you're going to want to you're going to want to look at those that's a couple of things in a real quick manner that i've found have been really helpful for me in my tanking all right um
3: does anyone know. have anything
1: to add to that, or?
3: Yeah, I have a couple tactics for tanking on a guardian. Sure. Well, as you've already said, sometimes it's best to line a sight pool, but since you're in your mid 30s, chances are you're going to be in a lot of flashpoint groups that are going pretty effectively, so you can just force sleep in there. As soon as you force sleep onto a target, chances are there's going to be other targets around it, so hit your force sweep right away. So you hit them and get some hate building on them. If you start taking a bunch of damage from a group and the healer's not healing you really fast enough, activate your Saber Ward because that'll reduce the damage you take from just about all sources for 12 seconds. Yeah. Definitely. Once Saber Ward is down, if you're still getting the crap beat out of you or you're in the next group and Saber Ward's still down, use inner Because that will increase your maximum health by 30% for 10 seconds, which basically gives the same effect. It makes you easier to heal to the healer. During boss fights, and you can even use it during trash, you can use Force Stasis to actually lift the enemy up a lot of times for 3 seconds. Which gives the healer 3 seconds that they can heal you that you're not taking damage. If you notice a giant group of mobs running toward the healer and getting away from you, use challenge and call. And only use taunt on a single target that's breaking away from the pack and going after either the healer or a DPS, and you're trying to control the situation. If you're really taking a lot of damage and you have a big group, kind of look at people's health. And if a DPS is getting beat on and they're not taking a whole lot of damage, just let them tank that one until you're ready for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That definitely you got to take into account that every person in your party's health is a continuation of your health. Right. If you need to let an enemy beat on somebody for a second so you can survive, do it. You're the tank.
1: Yeah, it's necessary. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah. not to not to shortchange DPS because their role is absolutely you know necessary. Um, but the fact is, is that if the tank wipes or if the healer wipes, everyone's going to wipe if yeah. if one of the damage guys dies the entire group can survive it'll just be a longer fight and a lot of times you know the the healer will have the ability to to res that uh you know will raise will be able to res that guy during the fight so yeah. he'll come back just make sure that you know the priority is always look out always look out for your healer and the healer will always look out for you There's got to be that that relationship there. If that relationship is not there, then the entire entire group is going to fail no matter what happens because Mm -hmm. you're not looking out for each other.
3: Okay, then also leveling up your gear, you want to get all gear that has strength and endurance on it. This is pre-50, and you want to make sure that you have more endurance and strength on it as a tank. If you have the option between... Absorption or defense rating. Go defense rating every time. Pre fifty, it gives a higher return. And your sh- if you go absorption, that's based on the fact that you actually blocked something. Defense rating increases your avoidance at all times, so it works out better for in the short term.
1: Yeah, it's it's the difference between taking damage and sucking it up versus not taking the damage at all because you've either you know dodged it or parried it in some manner.
3: If you've used all of your aggro abilities and you're out of focus, make sure that you have combat focus somewhere that you can click on it to generate six focus. Because if you have no aggro ability up, remember, you're in your Soru Su form, so as soon as you hit that, you're generating 100% extra hate just from your attacks. So you're going to generate more hate by attacking than the DPS are.
1: Alright guys. Yep. Um that's that's uh, really extensive. I think we did we did a great job on that. But um I think it's come to that time where we start saying goodbye. Goodbye. Alright, bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Lou, let's do the iTunes shout outs.
2: <laughs> Alright, the iTunes shout outs from America. Disappointed greatly.
1: Who did wow. leave us a five star review?
2: Yes he did. <laughs> but disappointed greatly <laughs> And from John S. And from our friends at North in Canada, Yarko.
1: Yarko. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for for joining us today on Swotor Reforged. Please, please, oh please, it would be great if you if you left us five star reviews. But it would be even better if you left us a radio survey. Please take the radio survey. It's found on every one of our websites, and it, and yes, our our new Swotor website as well it is it is there uh it takes about five minutes we've heard it takes less than that it's extremely important lets us know what you want us to do with our network with our shows you don't you don't have to uh you don't have to be specific on which show and if you want to be specific you can do that as well so we need to hear from you because we make these shows for you and we would love to hear from you on top of it. So please take the radio survey. Um, Fred, what are we doing with, with uh, SWOTOR reforged contests? Do we have, do we have any in the, in the old rumor mill coming up? Because I know we like to run those. We ran one. It was really successful. We got another one we want to do. But I'm not sure if we've had any, any thoughts on that yet.
3: Well, I have a plan, and it's going to be based, when we get our new feed going, Okay, it, it's going to be based on giving us five-star reviews, because we're going to need them again. Everybody that gave us five-star reviews on Star Wars off the record, we're going to need you to come give us love again on Svotor Reforged. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll,
3: we'll get we'll give you some time cards, and we'll find some other things to give away, too.
1: All right, we'll, we'll see where where you want to go with that. I don't... I mean, I don't know if it's... I mean, that might be just, you know... We, we might be dream able date. to get Bob to
2: come
3: Dude, I will totally do a dream
1: date. Dream date. <laughs> we want people to leave us reviews, Dave. Mostly because Dave wants a date. <laughs> I'll totally do a dream date, but you have to pay for wherever we're going. Um, by the way,
0: I'd have a foot massage by the end of the night. i will be mad. And that's you
1: cool. probably have to fly him to you. No, what what we should do is a dream date with Liz. We're gonna that's what we'll do. We'll pick a
3: <laughs> Wow. I hope we get one of those girls from the Home Depot that wins.
1: That's right. We'll we'll do the it one star. On it's gonna be the one star review dream date. If you leave us a one-star review, we're going to put your name in a hat. And depending on how obnoxious that one-star review is, you might win your brand-new date with Liz. (laughs) Great. (laughs) She's in the chat room. She does hear this, and she's laughing at us. I can't tell if this is a prize or a curse.
3: (laughs) So the day we get our feed going, we're going to be one-starred out of iTunes. That's
1: it. That'll be it. All right, guys. Um, how to reach us. Dave, why don't you do the how to reach us? No, don't. Don't do it, Dave, because you don't have the notes <laughs> up. <laughs> don't do it, Dave. Uh-oh. Don't do it. Uh, Lou, why don't you do the one? how to reach us, please?
2: <laughs> how to reach us. You can reach us on our website, com. We have a portal site. What's up? QuestGamingNetwork.com And we also run a live stream, which is at Livestream.com forward slash The Quest Show. Great stuff. You can watch Yvarwin play goody-goody Jedi and destroy things. That's right. <laughs> or one day watch Fred and I just totally trash Destroy
1: Yvarwin. <laughs> 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 email!
2: You can email us at SuotoriForged at gmail.com. We also have Twitter for the show. You can reach us at SuotoriForged. S W T O R R E F O R G E D. Ivarwin, he's got a Twitter. He can reach us at Ivarwin. E V A R W Y N. If you want a Twitter Fred, he is at Gorthinolore That's G O R T H Y N O. L L U R. If you want to send me a tweet, I can reach that gamer guy 11B. G A M E one U Y 11B.
3: And Dave can be found at D D-I-E-N D I E N F O R C E. And remember, people, <laughs> tweet Evarwin and use the hashtag Evarwiny. <laughs> E V A R W Y N I. <laughs> and of course, Swator Reforged is a quest gaming network production in association with Middle Earth Network.
1: Alright, guys. Final thoughts as we close out this show. Yes, Evar Winnie. Go. <laughs> Go. Me? Oh. I I my final thoughts first. Oh. To what do I owe this great pleasure? Um I, I cannot wait to, to, to find out how exactly my class quest ends. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to 50 this week. Currently I am at I am at 47 and I really 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 want a uh, blue lightsaber with a black core on it and I am going to make it to my goal to in which to get one because I believe there is a PVE version of it, not just the, not just the PVP version. If my uh, if my Swotor holonet holo- holo- here is is accurate, Dave, <laughs> it go. <laughs> it's actually no, my su- my Swotor field guide.
0: <laughs> I my final thoughts is I was thinking over what we could tell a a tank to do to be a good tank, and the number one thing I could possibly think of is good communication. If you're going to be a tank people are going to rely on you. Be a good communicator. Mark things and tell people where to go, and you'll have a good time. Lou.
2: I can't wait for my cat to come out. I want to see these class stories continued.
3: And
1: my final thought is Cottage Cheese. Cottage wow. Cheese. <laughs> cottage Cheese.
3: How <laughs> is helping you to name your new Sith, Yvonne. My new Sith's name will not
1: be Cottage Cheese. <laughs> Cottage Cheese of the Lightbringer Legacy. Oh my God! All right, guys, don't forget—we've got other shows on this network that you probably listen to—and just give this one a mercy. Listen, um, what? they are- <laughs> This
0: is the best show we put out. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, it is. Um, no, it's it's it, it's uh, it's a good show, and uh, our one listener uh, agrees. It's a- <laughs> well, maybe if we were listed on iTunes where people can find us. Yeah, that might help. Yeah, that's my other final thought. I want to punch iTunes in the throat. Just look on the bright side of Nobody will ever hear this. Did you just steal my throat punch? Did I? Yes,
2: no. you did.
1: No, you stole my throat punch. You stole my throat. Hold on, we got... No, <laughs> no, no. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. no. No. <laughs> Look, Girls, you mentioned it girl, one time on you're Diablo both Off the Record. ugly. All of us. Sudden- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good God. <laughs> all right. Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Okay, that records uh, 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Minecraft Off the Record records 7 p.m. on Sundays. And Diablo Off the Record records uh, 6 p.m., right, Dave, on Fridays? It's 6 now? What? <laughs> Yep, we're different. We got to be
0: different like
1: that. All times are listed as Eastern Standard Time, and you can find us on livestream.com forward slash the quest show. Um, we, we should probably also
3: mention for people that aren't listening live that Sotor Reforged records on Monday nights at 7
1: p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, we do, as, as we are doing currently. Um, Once again, I'd like to say "Sword Tori Force" is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. Lou, say goodbye, Lou.
2: Goodbye, Lou. Goodbye, everyone. Glad to be here. See y'all next
3: week. Fred.
1: Later. (laughs) Dave. Punch him in the throat. (laughs) Wow. Did you just burp on my podcast, bro? You're an animal. All right, thank you. Thank you very much for listening, uh, guys. Chat room, thank you for joining us uh, this week as well. To everyone, be safe out there, and may the Force be with you. Take care of yourselves, and have a good night.